Meanwhile, 22 pages later, with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. Once again, I got to apologize for another three to four week hiatus, but you have to understand it's pride. It's the beginning of summer. It was my birthday and we have a lot of juicy stuff to give to you guys. So with all this juicy stuff, we had to put it in the right container. Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 131. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, and as always with me is the guy who claims that if you're good at acting, your math skills probably suck. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Weddings are basically funerals with cake. <laughs> <laughs> no Rick, comment. Rick Sanchez? Yep. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and that other talented voice you hear there is the man whose beard is so thick. He gets How lost. thick is it? <laughs> he loses his thoughts in it. Archie Square, off the tech. I found the thought in it the other day, and then I lost it again. Uh, so... <laughs> Along with that joke. Yeah. Well, well, it's actually, I got it back. So the other day I was looking up at the stars and I see like this little red spot up there and I'm like, oh shit, that's Mars. When you think about it, we've invaded Mars with robots. What What's happens that? when they invade us back? Dum, dum, dum. Wow. Uh. Maybe, uh. That, maybe I thought you should have left in the beard. <laughs> you should have left that one in the beard. But it came <laughs> up. With, with, with those breadcrumbs. Yeah. <laughs> Breadcrumbs or, or, or crumbs of thought, you know, there's something no, like that. There's no more breadcrumbs because the birds ate it. Ah, <laughs> got the Homer Simpson beard. <laughs> no, that's, that's the Peter Griffin beard. Oh, that's right, Peter Griffin. Yeah, I was like Homer Simpson with a beard, but okay, I, I was lost for a second. <laughs> In any event, guys, today we're going to be covering a show, and honestly, it should feel like we're talking about a Marvel Netflix show because it's a show that's going on even though it's been canceled. What we're going to be covering today is DC Universe's Swamp Thing. But first, Mike likes to talk. We give him a platform. He tells us about news. Sometimes it's interesting. Sometimes it's about death. Which is it going to be first? You decide. But let him show you with some quick news. And now, the quick news with Mike, the finance guy, and Ralph and Cap. The only thing that's died is my love of Marvel at the moment. What? So anyhow, <laughs> Avengers Endgame has won a lot of honors since its release, but I'm sure the director wasn't planning on receiving an award for being a dick to its fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, on June 28th, less than two months after its theatrical release in the U.S., Endgame has been re-released with additional footage. In a move that clearly yells, we want to beat Avatar as the highest grossing film, the re-release has met with a lackluster $5.5 million in box office receipts. Shame on you, Disney. Shame on you, Marvel. And shame, double shame, on those that spent the extra $5.5 million. <laughs> yeah, I agreed. And typically I would kind of defend Marvel and Disney because I'm a fanboy and I would say, no, no, no. I, no, I, I didn't understand the move at all. And then what makes it worse is reports have been said that... Um, that the footage, that the extra footage, mm-hmm. was not even good quality. Like, it was uh-huh. almost like amateur level quality. Well, they said, like, the, the, the additional Hulk one, um, it wasn't the CGI wasn't fleshed out and stuff like that. But that's my whole point is it's, you do not, especially in two months, when you make a film, good or bad, you've, you've decided this is what works. You don't mm-hmm. go like, 
Oh, two months later, you know what? We left out some really good stuff. So let's put it together and show it to you again. It's like that's not the way movie making works. Well, but of and course, it's just, we, it's just we, we a know, cash grab. You know, but we know that's not the purpose. I know you're just making that argument just yeah. to make the argument, but we know that wasn't the 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 you know the point, which is what you kind of presented, and that sucks. That really yeah. sucks. But we should know. We should, are we surprised that Disney's going for a cash grab? No, not not that, not really. But I mean, it wait, is wait, wait, kind wait. of surprising because no one's ever grab? done this before. What yeah. you saying, Ralph? Disney's doing a cash grab? No. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Disney does a cash grab. Our president does a crotch grab. I mean, you know, that's the way of the world nowadays. <laughs> see, I guess that is. It's a shame either way. What else yeah. I got, Mike? Uh, let's see what else I got. Well, close your eyes and repeat to yourself: It's not a dream. It's not a dream. It's now, open dream. your eyes. To wonderful news, Netflix has confirmed that it will bring Neil Gaiman's Sandman to life on the streaming service. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah. yeah, Gaiman's iconic series will be co-written by Gaiman and David S. Goyer and feature Alan Heinberg as the series showrunner. And for the hoes at home that have not heard of the series, a Netflix press release sums up what you need to know. It's, quote, a rich blend of modern myth and dark fantasy in which contemporary fiction, historical drama, and legend are seamlessly interwoven. The Sandman follows the people and places affected by Morpheus, the Dream King, as he mends the cosmic and human mistakes he's made during his vast existence, end quote. Now, Gaming is highly protective of the Sandman series, and he has expressed that at a 2007 uh, Comic-Con panel where he said, quote, I'd rather see no Sandman movie made than a bad Sand- Sandman movie, end quote. No release date has been given for the series. I will say this. Mike had gotten me um, part of the Sandman series for my birthday um, about a, probably about five years ago. I know it was right before Riley was around. And I'll say this. When I first read it, especially if you don't know how, if you're not into that kind of fiction, it takes a while to get used to. I actually gave it a second read um, last week because I have oh. it in my office. Oh, man, I, I enjoyed it more. So to hear this. About the fresh yeah. air. I like it. it. I'm, I'm so excited. How about I, you, Rafi? Excited? I thought it was inevitable. Once you have Lucifer out there, yeah. it, was, it was only a, a matter of time before Neil Gaiman's like, well, you know, I guess they're doing re- okay with Lucifer. Might as well say, hey, let's get this Sandman train rolling. Yeah. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of fans. I'm well, eager to see this. At the same time, though, it's been out. canceled. So, you know, Lucifer has been canceled, but at the same, you know, but at the same time, I mean, Gaiman. Directly, I mean, like you know, Lucifer is his uh, source; it's his material, but he hasn't been writing it. But uh, between American Gods, which he's been doing some writing for, especially yeah. this season, and um, uh, what was it, the um, Good Omens, Good Omens, which he, you know, he definitely uh, wrote and made sure the screenplay was adapted well. I mean, he's definitely on the radar of these streaming services right now. But yeah. Mike, also remember that Lucifer is not canceled; it was picked up by um, Netflix. What was the, thank you. It was picked up by Netflix. I don't think it's supposed to be back for a fifth season, is it? It is. I thought they just. I, yes, oh, is it? it? Is. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, I thought they <laughs> only the, had just. I thought they were just finishing off the uh, the fourth uh, season. No, to the fifth, ending. The fifth season is the ending. Nice. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, in, in any event, Neil Gaiman honor roll, and I, and I agree with the property as rich and as in depth and as you know whatever whatever other words you could put for it, as Sandman. You know, you have to be careful with that. And I'm definitely glad they're not doing one movie and they're doing a series. That's yeah, what oh no. A movie, it, it can never do it. Definitely. No, a, a movie would just be depriving it of what it, it is, you know? Yeah. It's oh, a definitely. really good story. You need the time that a series provides you to flush out that story and give you the characters the way they're meant to be. 
I do wonder though, like uh, you know, how much will be unique and how much will be you know following the series. And if they do follow the series, I wonder if they'll have uh, the same character as Lucifer in the Sandman series. Oh, that'd be interesting. It would be interesting to see, but I hope that they keep the the more the Lucifer that was actually in the Sandman than the one that they've created. Right. Well, I mean, they could always say that this was him. Well, I mean, if you think about it, though, the way it works in the Sandman series, it's all it's he's the way he is in the series until he decides, you know what? I've had enough. And that is how he ends up on Earth. And he does kind of change his character a bit, you know, I don't yeah, know. But anyhow, in, in the books, he keeps his wings like out all the time. Most yeah. of the time. Yeah. So it's, it's well, on, I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing the same actor playing Lucifer, which that'd yeah. be interesting because he's really good at it. Yeah. Well, in any event, I mean, I'm definitely glad to hear that that it got picked up. So, what else you got, Mike? All right, one last thing. Now, uh-huh. yeah, this bit of news is exclusively for our very own Ralph the Tech. Oh, yeah, yeah. Over the what years... Show, what show's been canceled? Wait, hold on, over hold the, on. Let me get ready for this. Over okay, the years, go. I have enjoyed telling Ralph that his favorite TV shows have been canceled. Now, uh-huh. some say that I gain power from the tears he sheds. And I will never tell. Uh, but in this one moment of kindness, I have decided to tell Ralph of an upcoming demise of a series he loves ahead of time. Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, on August 4th, AMC will premiere Preacher's fourth and final season. Oh, it's fine. Just so that you know. Oh, oh he's okay. like, it's okay. He's going to cry later. That's okay. I haven't even <laughs> seen the second season of Preacher yet. Whoa. Then I now I'm, now I'm going to look forward to telling you this thing that canceled. You should be up to date on Preacher. It is fantastic. You know Especially what happened? season three. Episode, season three was fantastic. Season so, two was fantastic. So I saw the first season, right? And then as I was waiting for the second season to come along, other shows popped up. So when the second season started, I didn't even know that it was airing. It wasn't until recently that I saw on Hulu that they have Preacher on there. And I'm like, oh shit, I should probably get to watching that. I'm way behind. I have not seen Preacher since the first end of the first season. Wow. I, and and you people out there wonder why this is a misery for me to do this podcast with these two clowns. Oh, here we go. Listen, woe is me. Woe is me. Just be Stop glad, it, Daffy. Just be glad I'm up to date on uh, on Legion. I'm just one episode behind. I have not watched any Legion besides those four horrible episodes I watched of season oh, one. How oh, dare you, tragedy, sir? You gotta do that and blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to do, Mike. I'm sorry. Listen, yeah, you're doing a horrible job. <laughs> they were so, you're doing a horrible four, job of keeping up. Because <laughs> those, yeah, those four episodes were horrible and stopped me from watching it all together. You should give it a chance. Give Legion a chance. Um, no, nah, I gave Peace a chance, too, and look where that got me. I'm never oh. doing anything like that again. You're right. Second World War. I can't oh, believe it. Boy. All right. Second all right. War. So I was Mike. talking about the Napoleon, Napoleonic War. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Mike. Is that all your quick news? Yep. All right. Ralphie, you got any quick news? Of course I do. What is it? My quick news is that I have no news. Well, that is quick. Uh, I, I, I should know that. There okay. you go. And uh, <laughs> um, You know, it's funny. The quick news I have is not necessarily quick news. It's just kind of like touching on things that have happened that we haven't talked about on the show. Like, um... Rick Grimes dying on the wa- in the Walking Dead book. Uh huh. Spoilers. <laughs> I mean, oh please, really. that that shit made major <laughs> news about a month ago. I'm just wondering how you guys feel about it because all this time I thought that they would never touch Rick, even though they've admitted that the the book is supposed to be a tale from Carl's point of view. Um, how do you guys feel about them wait, getting rid of Rick? Carl I have literally Rick no thought book? at all. What? Carl outlives Rick in the book. Yeah. Oh, 
Carl wasn't supposed to die. Or at least according to the book, Carl just gets shot in his eye and that's it. He's got this hole in his freaking head for God knows how long. Because in the but, series, on the TV series, he's dead, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Well, that, that's a lot more of like other reasons. I mean, think about it. This, the series has only taken place over a couple of years and Carl's aged like eight years. <laughs> you know, how old are you? 14. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you use to get rid of those gray whiskers? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, I'm just very surprised that that um that um what's his name um oh what's the writer's name Kirkman yeah mm-hmm. I'm surprised that he went there with especially with a character like Rick and just killed him off I was so surprised and it's in that world where no one can come back it's not like Marvel or DC where there's some elixir or some or some pool or some no he's dead he's gone that's it well the zombies come back. Yeah, well, he's walking around the zombie. They're trying to hunt him down, but there's no like turning Rick back into human Rick. That's it. It's over. You mean not yet? It's not gonna happen. I got a question. Sure. (laughs) Instead of human Rick, can they turn him into pickle Rick? Really? Come on. No. Wait, 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 wait. Rick. Wait. Out of Mike's, out of Mike's corny jokes and my so-so jokes, you picked that one for the drop. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. All right. Let's move on to something better than that joke. Okay. So now that we're done with the quick news, let's talk about, and it's funny that we talk about Walking Dead and you can segue right in. It feels like this show is The Walking Dead because even though it's canceled officially, it's still living on on TV. And we're talking about the show on DC Universe called Swamp Thing. And with a synopsis is always the ever so graceful and humble MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. I couldn't say that. With a straight face, even if I tried. Thank God I'm, we're not visual. I'm the most goddamn humble person you'll ever meet, you son could, of a bitch. You stumbled <laughs> over that shit. <laughs> Mike, the your nose just grew like six sizes. Are, are you no. having a Pinocchio? No, that wasn't that nose. wasn't my nose. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I'm trying to be more family friendly, so I'm not going for that joke. Go ahead, Mike. Anyway, Swamp Thing is the third live-action comic book series released on DC Universe streaming service. The series was developed by Gary Dauberman and Mark Verheiden, based on characters created by Len Wein and Bernie Wrightson. The character first appeared in House of Secrets number 92 way back in July of 1971. Swamp Thing was originally uh, greenlit for 13 episodes, but filming wrapped up after 10. And despite having a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 92%, the series was canceled one week after premiering on May 31st. Alrighty, synopsis. Get out your chemistry set and salad tongs and settle in for a bayou bloodbath more intoxicating than a remoulade made with moonshine. Sandal-wearing scientist Alec Holland is on the hunt for the cause of the green flu that is murdering the townsfolk of Moray County. And too hot to be a scientist, Abby Arcade is along for the adventure. But when bullets beats brains on the waters of the mutagenic swamp, Holland goes from meat and potatoes man to a high fiber force of justice. Throw in some <laughs> random seedless DC heroes and the town might live to see Christmas. Unfortunately, the show won't. Gee, thanks Warner <laughs> Brothers for following the Fox playbook on how to handle popular shows. Alrighty now, the show is starring Crystal Reed as Abby Arcane, Virginia Madsen as Maria Sunderland, Abby Dean, I'm sorry, Andy Dean as Alec Holland, and Derek Mears as Swamp Thing. I thought his name uh, was Andy Bean. What did I just say? Dean. Dean. Oh. Well, now has changed. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Henderson Wade as Matt Cable, uh, Maria Sten as Liz Tremaine, Gerald Prescott as uh, Xanadu, 
Jennifer Beals, she's a maniac on the floor, uh, as Lucilia Cable, <laughs> Will Patton as Avery Sunderland, Kevin Durant as Jason Woodrew, L. Graham as Susie Coyle, and Ian Zering as Daniel Cassidy. Oh, Blue I'll Devil. Get to that in a second, Ian Zering. All right, so right before we start talking about Swamp Thing on the DC Universe app, let's go to that um, spoiler warning that we paid so much money for. Warning. The following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. Just makes you want to throw a crumpet at somebody. Okay, so that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Stush! Ah, stush it. Stush it real good. (laughs) Oh, my God. P.S., before I get into this, um, shout out to South Carolina. I was hanging out with her. Um, about a couple of weeks ago, and she had asked me, um, "Did you really pay that much money for for for, for your um, spoiler warning?" And is yes. he really famous? And I go, "No, he's really not that famous." <laughs> yes, he is, and we did. Oh no, we paid money, but but he ain't famous. Shout out to you, <laughs> Steve. We love you. He's famous <laughs> to us, okay? He's All right, let's in just our circle. Let's be honest. It's really uh, Idris Elba. <laughs> <laughs> we have very high end clientele. Mike, you're not supposed <laughs> to tell him that. Yeah, that's the way it is. Oh, also, but one thing we should be telling everyone has nothing to do with that, uh, that warning uh, is that we are not reviewing the entirety of Swamp Thing. This is only the first five episodes. Thank you. Mike. So there's still five to more to go. We, exactly. So, yeah. so we won't be giving you a, a feeling of the overall sense of the show yet because, well, we haven't gotten there. Right. And as you see at the end, we won't, we're not going to rename the show, but we will give it a rating so far because okay. you know, it's a little incomplete. But um, let's just go with it. Okay, Swamp Thing. Um, let me open with this question, a little bit different than some of the other times I've asked about shows. Um, did any of you watch the original movie? Yeah, I've seen parts of it. <laughs> okay, so you watched parts of it, Mike, you've seen it. Um, and what were your feelings about Swamp Thing, whether uh, in comic book or in that movie, before you saw this show? Was it a character you were excited about? Something well, what about the were... TV show? Oh, the TV show as well, that's right, sorry about that. Um, but yeah, but what I'm saying, in, in any event, in any incarnation of Swamp Thing before getting to this show... What were your feelings about the character? Well, I mean, the Swamp Thing movie was neither here nor there. I mean, it, it's it's not impressive. It's not. I, I don't remember it being interesting at all. Um, the Swamp Thing comic book went from blah to wow, it's really good. To it's just a DC superhero now. Um, the Swamp Thing TV show, which would be much more uh, apples to apples in this case, played oddly enough a lot like this series, which is. He's not in it that much. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a lot of these people are having problems, and then he shows up as the do sex machina and fixes it. You know? um, so, um, but I mean, but as far as uh, production values, acting, um, script, I mean, it's all a billion times better than any of those. It's, it's really well done, well crafted, and I think they've got really good actors to play the parts. Okay, Ralph? Um, I'm, I'm more familiar with Swamp Thing from the comics because that's how I first learned about him. Mm-hmm. And when I saw a few clips in the movies, I mean, the the movie was like you know not the highest special effects that you could get out there. Yeah, it was like eighty nine, I think, or eighty eight. So it was it was still kind of interesting, but the the storyline in the comic books was really great. I I also liked when they did. Um, I guess this is the part that that Mike doesn't like so much is when uh, I think this was after the New Fifty Two and they crossed him over with um, Animal Man. Oh yeah. yeah, when they started doing the whole thing with the green, the green, the red, the red and the gray, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I I actually enjoyed that a little bit, so I that's why I, I didn't I, hate it. I just it was just getting too much of it, at least for me. Yeah, 
But um, this series, I was actually surprised because I thought it was going to be more like more horror than anything else, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's actually a pretty interesting mystery storyline that's going yeah. on. That you're wondering first. With horror. Yeah, yeah, with horror. I mean, I, just I that, was gonna say, yeah, dude. Just, just, <laughs> dude. That, uh, just, just not much. I wouldn't, I wouldn't classify it as horror. I, I would say more a little gore than, than really anything. Cause, yeah. Because that, or, first or at least scene, just eerie or spooky. I would say more than eerie, horror. spooky suspense. Yeah. 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 Because that first scene where the the vines from the swamp break that oh boat apart and impale that guy. I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh my God. That when yeah. it opened up like that, I'm like, oh, it's this kind of story. Okay, I'm yeah. ready. <laughs> it was it was good, and it, it got me hooked from the moment I saw it. And I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. Seriously. So now I got to see what happens next. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with, with both what you guys are saying, but except for me, I, I, one thing I'll say. The reason why I threw out that question is because. I remember in the 80s feeling a way about Swamp Thing that I was supposed to like him, but because once I talked, to, I talked about it way, way early on in our early episodes, you couldn't find Swamp Thing comics in the area because they only sold what was popular. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So, so for me, unless you went to a big comic book store, you couldn't get it. So I heard about it. And I heard I was supposed to like it, but never got a chance to read it. Oh. Then by the chance, time I got a chance to read it, I wasn't really interested because it was the whole Jim Lee era. It was you know all about you know good Pockets. muscles and what. Pockets. It was no, all about Ro- pockets. That's Rob Layfield. Jim Lee's all about hot bodies and and really well designed, you know, X Men and whatever, whatever. Wait, but didn't he do that X Men pull out for the uh, when he started doing the X Men and Cyclops had what on his costume? Pockets. Oh, that's right. Pockets. <laughs> lots and lots, lots of, pockets. of pockets. All right. All Listen, right. you need pockets to put all your X equipment. You know, I guess so. <laughs> like the X glasses, your X keys. All right. All right. Gum, his his X orang. Yeah, <laughs> my point is, my point is when Alan Moore was do was writing for Swamp Thing, which is when when he really got good. Yeah, was when I couldn't even get my Whoa. hands on it. I don't think we'll ever be able to have Alan Moore on the show after that statement. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he got good. Really, I would love to hear his opinion of that. No, not not Alan Moore got good. You dweeb. I'm hitting Swamp Thing, asshole. Be more Swear. clear in your statements. <laughs> Pronouns, pal. Pronouns, pal. Like another podcast says. But um, but yeah. So what I'm saying is that I, when this came out, I know Michael. Like, oh, Swamp Thing. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever, Swamp Thing. I am pleasantly surprised. But yeah. I even pleasant because pleasantly surprised sounds so like relaxed and calm. I'm blown away by how much I love this show. Yeah. And guess what? You got five more episodes. Enjoy it while you can, folks. <laughs> I mean, like you gave I every other. You gave Titans thirteen, or was it twelve or thirteen? 12? It, it was supposed to have 13. It had 12, I think. Or it was supposed to have 12 and had 11. And you Something gave weird Doom like Patrol, that. was it 15 or 13? I think it had like 15 or 16. Yeah. It was a little bit I, more than Titans. That's I mean, sure. come on. You can give the show a little bit more. Well, I don't yeah. know what. I mean, the thing is, I haven't found the industry news of what went on. Like, I, it was. I they were very unclear as to why. It, it was very unclear as to why they stopped three episodes in. And then for them to just cancel the show, I'm like, what went on? I mean, is it an actor thing? Is it a cost thing? Like, but then like what Virginia Madsen was saying that like, you know, something like they, she was even saying something along the line of like, uh, everyone's going to love the show. It's, it's really suspenseful. And I, she didn't, these are, these are not quotes, but it's something along the line of like, you know, shame on them for not giving it a chance. It was, it was almost like they just decided that we're just not going to do the show, which is their right. But it's like, well, you made a really good show what the hell's the reason <laughs> you know well well let me throw this question out there um what is this uh, because we, we're talking about how much we love it and how great it is and how it's a shame that that the show's being taken off the air or been taken off the air after it's done 
what makes the show different from the other DC originals? And even if we talk, even if you count the other stuff in the Berlantiverse, what makes this show different than the rest of those shows? From either of you, um, I mean, for me, it's because it's it's Swamp Thing is a superhero, and in the DC universe, he's much more superhero e. You yeah. know, like he deals with the leagues and stuff like that. He's, he's when, part he, of when they need him to. Yeah. You know, but even then, he doesn't like usually do a lot. Like he's just kind of a force of nature that kind of exists out there. But mm-hmm. um, so that, but even in that, it makes him very different. Is that like everyone else is an active superhero? It's like, oh, there's crime over there. Let me go do something. Like I said before, like he is in the TV show, and even in a lot of the books. I mean, he's kind of like a, a like I said, a deus ex machina. He's he's just kind of like, well, we've gone as far along in the story as we can without some supernatural interference from someone in the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, here I am. Yes, let me just pull this into the swamp. We're done. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I mean, it is kind of what it's like. And I mean, I'm not saying that because I don't like the show. I, I, you know, as you heard, I love the show. But that's what it's like. So it is very different than the other shows because he's not at least so far in the five episodes, he's not an overly active player. So it's it's very much about um, the people just being sons of bitches. It's like, this is just an awful town of awful people, basically. And the shit that's going on and the few people that are good, they're having to deal with it. And their fight with an assist from the Swamp Thing. As right. opposed to like, there's a meteor coming. What are we going to do? You know, I don't think that vegetation is going to stop it. You know, <laughs> well, he, I mean, he's useless just like Green Arrow. Go ahead. <laughs> what I like about uh, this version of, of Swamp Thing that they're creating is he's starting out and they didn't make it seem like, oh, he, he's already, you know, a master at right. coping with his his condition right now. You know, mm-hmm. he's even the girls like he's lost and he's confused and he doesn't know what's going on with him and he's slowly learning. So it's not like he, he's the solution to every problem right now, you know, but he has actually been the solution to every problem they've had so far. Well, most of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. But, but that, but the thing is, you know, something's wrong. I got to take it to the swamp. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. (laughs) You've got a cold. Come with me. Um, you know, but I agree with what Ralph's saying, but the only sad part is that because, well, even if you even if you just knew there were going to be ten episodes and then another season, but especially knowing there's not going to be ten uh, anything after these ten, it's really like okay, well, you better like quicken up your learning curve here because, you know, he is very much like, like like think about it. Most of his role is, oh, woe is me. Oh, let me look longingly at Abby and oh, what's going on? What I mean, literally, he keeps saying, what's going on? I don't understand it. Leave me alone. And it's like, all right, well, we're halfway through the season, dude. You better kind of like. <laughs> you know, like, well, like, man up a bit. I don't know if that's maybe you need your man thing and uh, wow. <laughs> get it going here. Well, but uh, I mean, you know, something I, I do have a problem with that, especially knowing that this um, show now has a, uh, you know, it has a, a death certificate waiting at the end of it. It's kind of like you don't, you're not going to have much more um, Alec Holland growth into Swamp Thing. Well, if you, know. if, if you at the last episode when uh, when Matt was holding on to Abby. And like you know, uh, putting mm-hmm. the coat on her, he was giving him like devil stares. Like, well, remember he gave him the stink eye in episode three when like, she danced with him. That's my yeah. woman. What are you doing? I got a potato to give her so we can have sex. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Ralph. Is that a gourd in your pocket or oh, it's a gourd, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's tubers. They make tubers. Ah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I mean, I do, I do agree with you guys that you know. This has to, you know, speed up. But something tells me because of, I don't think it was written with the idea that, you know, 
that they were going to be ending now. You know, like, like when... actually, I think they did write it. I, I mean, again, I think I think when I had read about, um, and I think I even said that in one of the podcasts when I said that they went from thirteen to ten. I think they said that they still tried to give it a conclusion, but yeah, I assume they the meant a conclusion doesn't... to the season, not to the show. You know, but but a conclusion doesn't mean that you know that it's going to finish his arc. You know, as a character, like I don't see, like I don't oh no, see that him. I don't see happening at all. I don't think that they knew that they weren't coming back. <laughs> you know, it's just uh, and yeah, everything just works so so well. Like, um, how do we feel about the different relationships of the other people in the in the show? Because it's interesting what what Mike and and you have both said. Excuse me, what Mike and Ralph have both said. The idea that everything revolves around everybody else in the town. How do we mm-hmm. feel about the other characters in the town? Because they've been getting a lot of shine also. So I, I, Sunderland's a bastard, man. I hope he gets his comeuppance. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting, like, the the immediate power that Maria Sutherland has over Abby. You know, the moment mm-hmm. when we first see them interacting together at the bar and, like, the, the power that Maria has, she's like, no, you sit down. You guys give us the table. We need to talk. Well, they're, they're the money, you know. But, well, but also, but she, she, they're, like, the, they're the, the Mr. and Mrs. Howell of the Bayou. Like, like Abby, oh, yeah. <laughs> when, with other people, like, she has a backbone, you know? Mm-hmm. But with them, because she has that guilt over that she thought that she killed, um, essentially, her sister, that she just, like, plays like um, like puppy dog, you know? Like, well, well, there's that, but there's also the other thing, too, which is I think she was raised like a daughter. Like I said, remember they even said that, like, you know, they, you know, she, well, they, well, especially him, Mr. Sutherland, he said he especially looked at her like a daughter and he wished, you know, they could have been around more. So you, you get the feeling there was something funky with her family. I don't know if she's an outright orphan or if her family just wasn't her, that loving. Her, her, mother, like her just, mother died. Yeah, but like, what about her father, though? Her father ran, That's like, when, left her with the mother. The father was just not around. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So then she was raised in that household then. Like, she, she had yeah. no one yeah. else. Oh, that, yeah. I definitely got so that, that's, that's why she has the powers. Because, I mean, that's literally this mother figure telling you, sit down and shut up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but at a certain point, you know, you'll be able to stand up for yourself. You say, listen, I'm here not because everybody. I'm doing this. You know? Not everybody. I mean, think about kill, anybody. Kill parents. somebody's daughter and then, I don't know about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I'm not let's, saying kill experiment. Wow, that was horrible. I, I'm sorry. I, I want to <laughs> see if, if the attitude changes. Now that, next she has, episode, now that she understands. Now that she knows that she wasn't the one that caused, um, uh, what was her name? Uh, uh, Shauna's uh, death. Mm-hmm. And then she also saved Maria's life. Right. So, so well, I guess. Well, I mean, actually, who saved their life? Yeah. Who, who <laughs> resolved the problem? <laughs> who showed up literally, uh, literally uh, out of nowhere, showed uh, up I, and saved the problem? Alex, Alex <laughs> saved her life. But Abby was there. The only reason he was I can't even help us. I can't even help a drowning woman if only there was something in the swamp that. Oh, there you are. I was hoping you'd be here. (laughs) She's she's not even like stressing anymore. She's just at the curb having a picnic. Like, oh, if only someone in the swamp would help that person. I got something to do. (laughs) Abby was the one that did the CPR on her to get the the water out. So hey, yes, she gently pressed against her chest. (laughs) I, I mean, I know you can't really injure a person, but I was like. You could make it look like you're actually giving CPR. It's like you look like you're just yeah, trying to, thank you. like she's like dabbing out like a, a wine stain from her shirt. She, well, she didn't want to put like too that. much effort in it because then that way she could just say, "Look, I I tried and it just it didn't work." Oh, uh, you live? Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
One thing I'll say though is that um, a lot of shows are placed in um, the Bayou or, and and in New Orleans. This really has New Orleans. That, this, this really has that feel. It does. Oh, it does. I mean, it, it's got the feel that we as non Southerners Bayou people think of New Orleans anyhow. Yeah. A city folk, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah you know. But it does. It really. It, it's, it feels like it feels just like every book that's ever been set in the Bayou. Like, yeah. like, it, like, 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 it's if, like if, True if, Blood uh, almost. I was about to say, if True Blood walked out, if Man Thing walked out, if like, you know, like, like they could all just like zip out of the swamp. You'd be like, yep. If, <laughs> even if even, even, even Wally Gator. I would even take Wally Gator from Hanna-Barbera. <laughs> if he zipped out of the swamp, I'd have been like, yep, he's there too. Wally Gator. That's a throwback. <laughs> he's Let the greatest you. alligator in the swamp. What is the creepiest thing you, you feel like that, that has happened thus far in the show? Because that's one thing I'll say about this show. One of the things that kind of separates it for me from, from the rest of it is just, I feel like DC has progressively got darker and darker with their shows on this network. You mm-hmm. have Titans, you're like, wow, fuck Batman. Okay. And then you have um, Doom Patrol. Wow. Um, we just went in the donkey's ass. Okay. <laughs> And we have a street that's, you know, you know, we're going to, um, what was the street's name again? I'm Danny. sorry. Danny. Danny. Danny the street. You know, so you go, you're like, okay, wow, this is weird. Now you got Swamp Thing and it's just like, it, it's just up to 10. Like, like the level of like creepiness and, and just kind of like the visuals. What was the creepiest thing for you guys that you saw that was like, holy shit. Uh, well, besides the opening, I think the next was in episode two when it's like, yeah, you guys really shouldn't mess with that little girl because you're going to get torn limb from limb, and there you are. <laughs> you know, when he just grabbed that guy with all—I mean, he didn't do it intentionally, but when he just <laughs> drawn and quartered that guy, I was like, "Wow, that's that's not what your hero usually does in the show." <laughs> I guess Ralph, you, you can't really call him a hero. He's, and you can't really call him an anti-hero at this point either. He's like I said, he's a deus ex machina. He's just an answer to a problem, you know. But I guess the creepiest thing would be um, the scene with uh, Madame Zanadu and uh, and um, Maria. Oh, that was good when, too. When you see, I guess Shauna come back and she like holds on to her, and it's like Madame Zanadu just gets like thrown across the room. It was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty creepy. Or, and yeah. then when uh, when uh, when was it? When when Maria's when Maria's in the room in Shauna's room, talking to Avery, and in the mirror you see Shauna's ghost standing, on the stairwell. Yeah, and she's just like yeah. talking mm-hmm. to her. It's like, oh, nothing. It's, it's all good. I mean, that decaying man was pretty creepy too. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. I, I was just like, oh. <laughs> I would have been like, okay, you win. I'm out. <laughs> you know? all, all I thought when I saw that was like, that's a face for radio. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh my god. I mean, it, it just all the visuals, even if you have the volume off and you're watching it, it's still like what am I fucking watching? Yeah. But it's just so incredible because those visuals are very lasting. Yeah. Reminds me of The Ring, reminds me of Exorcist to a degree. Mm-hmm. But so, like I said, I mean like the people like I said I really like uh I'm sorry. How many times did you have to change your diaper cap when you were watching this? I was actually pretty okay, considering maybe, maybe it's the old age. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, what do you think of the other characters? Though, like I like Liz Tremaine. I like her as the intrepid reporter slash yes. waitress. Um, I mean, I like her character a lot. Like I love um, in Justin season uh, episode five. I like when uh, when uh, when Sunderland and, and you know he's Avery, just like talking. Yeah. yeah, Avery. He's talking to her dad, and he's making that turtle suit, which. 
I went from like, I wonder what turtle soup tastes like to like, now I don't want any. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ever. Yes. <laughs> like ever. When he put that claw in, I'm like, I can't believe that's a part of stew. Like nails and all, really? Um, but uh, but yeah, when he was just like, taste this. And he's in the movie goes, taste it. And I like when she just walked out of nowhere, taste it yourself. I was like, oh, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think his he was trying too hard with that accent? He's like, toito soup. He sounded oh, like. Well, I mean, he sounded oh, like they, the, they're, they're all chewing that southern accent, except for uh, Abby, who evidently never got one, one. And if she had one, she somehow lost. And she it shook in, it off. <laughs> I got rid of that. <laughs> you know. He sounded like the water boy from. Uh, from the water boy. <laughs> from, from the movie The Water Boy? Yeah. Good job. <laughs> my name's Bobby Boucher. Oh. Make some toito soup. By the way, you want to talk <laughs> about creep? Pretty much my biggest creep factor is Jason Woodrow. That guy is just creepy, period. Yes, yes, he, yes. It's yes, his yes. face. He looks like a ventriloquist dummy that got life. <laughs> like, like, like he, is the, he is the result of one of those ventriloquist dummy movies, and this is just him moving on. <laughs> you know? Him I, with his wife, I, I didn't swear, see that coming. I am a real boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well, if they keep the character, he'll be showing his wood pretty soon. Uh, wow. Yeah, because, you know, Whoa. Jason Woodrow is the floronic man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I do, but I think is I wonder if they'll even have time to get to that, or we're going to be left with the clip. Like again, if they didn't know that there would be literally no second season, is he going to start becoming the Floronic Man? Like you know, maybe he injects himself at the end of the season, and that would have been season two. And it's like, well, they, they, that's, that's that. Pr- <laughs> you know? It seems pretty obvious that he's going to be working with the sample that Abby had, and creates a serum to try to give to his wife, but he gives it to himself first to make sure that it works. Right. Or, or I mean, yeah. or they could always put it on ear. I mean, you know, they could always just. Even though DC doesn't seem to be as uh, adventurous as Marvel is with some of their stuff, but they they could just like make her the Floronic woman. That's true. You know, no, that's that would, true. I mean, again, it would shake it up, you know, or something like that. But either way, I just don't get the feeling we're going to get that far with that. Just like I don't know where we're going to get with the Blue Devil. That just seems like it's a it's a sideline that's like great. If you knew there was going to be more seasons, fantastic. But right now, it doesn't seem like you have anywhere you're going with this right now. Mm-hmm. You know? It seems like they're they're making it look like the the costume that he was wearing was possessed, possessed by or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think in the comics, it, it I won't say it was possessed. It, there was no, something. I mean, it was, it was a suit after a while. So it, I was reading up on it because I was wondering who he was. Mm-hmm. So, and they said that at a certain point, he was hit. A demon attacked him thinking that he was a real demon and tried to drain his, his demon essence. But since he wasn't a demon, it actually caused him to be fused to the, the costume. And then eventually he makes a deal to be turned into a full demon. And he gains oh, wow. demonic powers. It's just a deal that you're like, are you really good at making deals? Or, <laughs> but then he uses he uses that to fight evil afterwards. Yeah, because like, you know. that's how demonic powers probably work. Yeah. And when was that written? It sounds like it sounds like eighties, seventies, eighties, eighties. Yeah, yeah I Blue mean, Devil his name was, was the Blue Devil. Come on, like, come, come yeah. On. Uh, but but I mean, nonetheless, I mean, it seems like a good. Or I shouldn't say good, an interesting character you're tossing in because, like I said, they're trying to, you know, puff it up with a little bit more action since, again, Swamp Thing only shows up around the end or the middle and the end. Um, uh, so they're trying to give us more, and I'm fine with that. But like I said, it just doesn't seem like we're going to get a lot of fleshed out story with him either. Like, it just feels like we're going to get a lot of build up. We'll probably answer like a few things, and then we're going to be like, well, that's that. <laughs> you know, because you also that's know all, that this folks. is, you also know that this is not connected to the other two universes, or actually, right. all, actually, that's one universe, so it's not connected to the other universe. It is its yeah. own thing. So, like, it's not connected to Titans or Doom, or Patrol. Doom Patrol. Yeah, it's not yeah. part of that world. Um, so, at least there's no loss that way. 
I mean, you never know if DC uses Swamp Thing in another um, DC original, you know, show, whatever. But what they're doing thus far, mind you, we still have five more episodes to go. But what they're doing thus far with a character that typically you wouldn't be really interested in, it's it. I love what they're doing, and, and I definitely am happy that they are choosing so many different directions. Because mm-hmm. you could have easily said, oh, we have a DC app. We can go Flash, Superman, Wonder Woman. Right. And they didn't. Yeah. And they chose these very eclectic, very different types of stories. And Swamp Thing just another example of like just when you really do it right, you do it right. But it also just shows just like what Marvel had already proven, which is as long as you as long as you write interesting stories, right? That's all that anyone. That's really what anyone ever cares about. You know, I mean, whatever their powers are, the powers are. But that's it. It's just interesting stories. I mean, who would have thought Ant Man would have been a good movie? Yeah. Right. You so, know, like nobody. Did, did you guys, myself included? Did you guys watch the video that I sent you? The YouTube video? I, no, no, no. Yes. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched so, it yet. It's, it's, a, it's a funny video where you have the X-Men. Now that uh, Mar- that Disney bought Fox, they're like, the X-Men are coming to, to, to Marvel. They're like, well, can we get back into the, the MCU? And then the guy who's, who's portraying like the head of Marvel, he's like, well, you know, we don't really need you. Look what we did with the scraps that you left us. We took characters that people hardly didn't even know, and we made them great. He goes, we made a freaking uh, talking raccoon a household name. (laughs) Look what we did. This is what what DC is doing also. They're taking lesser known characters and and they're bringing them up and making people actually enjoy them. I think also because they don't don't have to get caught up in all the lore. I mean, like you talk about Superman, you're like, oh, we have to make the perfect Superman um, um, companion piece or movie or whatever it is. With Batman, you got to be careful on what you use, but make sure Batman has this and that. He's not killing anybody unless you're Zack Snyder. Um, Pretty much. Which which in the shout outs, I'll mention something really interesting. Um, But all these other properties are things that you can kind of toy around with and have a lot more freedom and... It, it just really worked well. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the nice part is, and I agree with you, I mean, um, it is all very true. The, the saddest part is that I don't think they've learned their lesson, though, when it comes to movies. Like, mm-hmm. you know, their movies are still based around their big things, and it's like, ah, you just don't listen, do you? <laughs> you know, like, like I, I really do believe, I, I think you had one of the Geeks on the Go question uh, like, quite a while ago, um, was, you know, with the basically the failure of the JLA, you know, where does... DC go now and I'm like like I said they should either go way into the past Justice Society and do it back in the 40s setting like during the World War II or they should just go way in the future and just do the Legion you yeah know? like like you know the Legion is great because I mean well even their TV shows have featured a couple of Legions I mean they, they always do it badly but like if they sit down and make you know really flesh it out you don't have to go dark you don't have to be jokey but you don't have to go dark um, and just make a good series, like you'll introduce um, these people to characters they've never heard of. Is that a danger? So was Guardians. So was Ant Man. But it all worked. Mm-hmm. You know. I, I got a and question. Do they do work. do they do Legion with Superboy? No. No. Oh, okay. No, because that that that's just begging them from other. First of all, that makes no sense even in the comics. That somehow he <laughs> travels into the future and he becomes a boy, because that's what it is. He can never like Superman can never be with the Legion. Every time he travels there, he becomes a boy. That's that. that I mean, I know they've probably written that out, but that's what kept happening. It wasn't just that he went there as a boy. Every time he went there, he became a boy. But somehow, when Supergirl went there, she stayed the same age. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's because women are ageless. 
I guess so. <laughs> and, 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 and then Troy would talk to me about how DC writing was always better than Marvel. I'm not too sure about that right there. No. <laughs> All right. Anything else we want to mention before we start wrapping this up? Uh, no. I'm good. I'm pretty Ralphie? good. Ralphie? Oh, what did we think? What did we think about... Uh, I, even though it probably doesn't mean much to either of you guys, because I mean, it's such a minor character, but I love him. Um, the, the Phantom Stranger that was in episode five, because it's, it's the most unphantom Phantom Stranger, Phantom Stranger they've ever had. That's who anywhere. that was? Yeah, that was uh, the Phantom Stranger in the boat. Yeah. Are you like, serious? Usually he's in like a, a top hat, yeah. you know, an opera cape and a suit, you know. Well, remember he said, who are you? He goes, well, I could just be a stranger or a phantom of some fantasy or something like that. Oh, he's a I didn't catch yeah. that. I'm so mad at myself right now. <laughs> I wish I, 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 I honestly did not pick up on that. Yeah. So I Neither thought that was did I. funny. But now it's a little Easter egg. But it there makes more go. sense now. Yeah. All right. So let's go for like almost like I guess we would call a midterm, a midterm rating for Swamp Thing. Midterms? Yeah. yeah. Midterm rating for Swamp Thing. Ralph? I give it four out of five. There's a darkness here in the swamp. Out of <laughs> five? Yeah, that's You what said I four out of five, so yeah. yes. <laughs> Did I? Are you sure? Adam, There's uh, some uh, darkness uh, here in my head. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you're putting your head in your goddamn beard. Um, let me see. Okay, the rating I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it nine brutal botanical beatings. See that alliteration? Ooh. Out of ten. Very Mike. nice. I'm just going to give it a nice solid eight turtle soup <laughs> out, out of ten. No, 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 no. You're saying it. You're saying it's, it all wrong. It's hey, toito toito soup. soup. It wasn't like toito. <laughs> toito soup. Toito. Oh hey, hey, Cap, Cap. I got some toito soup for you. It's real good. He'll <laughs> taste it. Taste oh the toito God. soup. Ah, all right. Le le bon temps Oh boy. All right. So. Uh, I, I can't say that you have it because it's not done, but all I'll say is Swamp Thing. Hopefully, you'll get through the weeds and you'll check it out before it withers away. But guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the Go is next. So, you think these bozos would actually have the foresight of creating a new commercial after they make something cool? Well, since they're too lazy... Big Kev here is telling you to download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app. That's right. It's got lots of cool features like different comic trivia games to keep you busy and an episode vault so you can catch up on shows you've missed. Like all the episodes with me. New things are being added as we speak. So download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app for all of your Apple devices in the App Store. Also, Find Meanwhile 22 Pages Later on Facebook and tell them what you think of the app and the show. Personally, I think they suck. Geeks on the go. Now we're more well, Now we're That's all I heard. I said, now now it's more <laughs> Okay, thank you. I might heard what I heard. You're getting all right. swampy. Yeah, your mouth's getting all swampy. All that shit in your mouth. Yeah. All right. So, swamp guys, you, what? Swamp. Ew. <laughs> wow, I didn't think we'd go that sophomore with our jokes. Okay, so. Really? You didn't think that? <laughs> <laughs> My bad. 131 episodes, you would think that we would class it up a little bit. Yeah. My bad. All right. Yeah, you're, you're you're really slow on the upkeep here, aren't you? <laughs> oh, come on, Cap. You, you're like a high school dropout. No class. 
You're like school on Sunday, no class. Why does he get the drops? Why does he get the drops? I'm gonna start having my own. Because he's by the keyboard. <laughs> all right, guys. You know the you know the segment. I give quick questions. They get quick answers on all things geek. And we've only done it once where we made it under a minute. See, changed it. How's that better? Accurate. Eh. Fuckers. Last week, oh, why does it say rarely? Why does it say one time? I changed it. Whoop to do. It doesn't sound right. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> well, now it's no longer fake news. There you go. <laughs> oh boy, we're not perpetuating the Trump media. I am. Exactly. I am not. I am not quoting Orange Face. Okay, President Orange Face can be left alone. Ready, set, go. List these DC Universe shows in order from worst to best: Swamp Thing, Titans, Doom Patrol, Young Justice. Ralph. Yes. What? Oh, yeah, he likes it in that order. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Mike. Uh, by the current iteration, I say Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing, Titans, Young Justice. And the fact that Young Justice is last should tell them about their story. Wow. Okay. All right. So, in your opinion, which great comic book hero would make the worst roommate? Mike. Batman, up all night, constantly bleeding on the furniture, brings home way too many underage boys to his room. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Brian Singer. Ralph. I, I I couldn't pick between Deadpool, who would just leave his guns all over the place, Beast, who would probably shed and tear up the furniture, or Animal Man, who would just be like the worst roommate ever. <laughs> and you wouldn't know which what which guy you would have. Exactly. If if us meanwhile twenty two opened up a suit, uh, that was a minute. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. that felt ex- and the, the answers weren't long and the questions weren't long. Are you sure you didn't shorten that, Ralph? <laughs> now no, you know how she felt, Cap. Wow. Whoa. I'm a little... I got you later. Okay. If we... Fuck it. If Mike and I put together a superhero diner, fuck you. You cutting me out of the diner? Damn, man. Well, we will need a dishwasher, so keep your weekends free. What was that? Oh, God. I was going to say, you said my sex life is short. I'm saying my memory's short. Fuck you. (laughs) No. So let's say we opened up a superhero-themed diner. What would be your favorite dish? What would your favorite dish be named, Ralph? Uh, Probably the gambit. It would just be a whole bunch of different meats and cheeses put together with some nachos. And the gambit is if you make it to the toilet on time. I was waiting for you to say something about explosive. I figured this much. <laughs> Mike. I call it the MFG, marinated fish gumbo. <laughs> marinated fish gumbo. Of course, sticking with the whole swamp thing. That, that'll just make your lips pucker up. Oh, he, uh, he, yeah. he looks like he hates something. That's because he had the MFG. <laughs> <laughs> well done. We just kept here that one. Shout Is out it to a Kev. jambalaya? No, it's a gumbo. <laughs> and lastly... What comic book series or event should we probably be covering soon, Ralph? Um, Ralph Point. Ralph Point? Yeah, Ralph Point. It's when... Uh... No. <laughs> no, an actual comic book event. I don't know any. I haven't been keeping up. Okay, there's a bunch of them. There's Doomsday Clock. There's Heroes in Crisis. There is um, War of the Realms. Come on, dude. At some yeah. point, he'll actually name something worth reading. <laughs> I just say yes. Yes to it all. Okay, remember he said that. Mike. 
Um, well, obviously, you guys should be reading Betting Veronica Meet Red Sonia and Vampirella. Why? Other, because why? I, because oh. the title alone tells you why. Um, otherwise, I would say uh, Spider-Man Life Story sounds good. It's not a yes. big event, but it does really sound good. What okay, no, no. Spider-Man the, Life the, Story? The, yeah. Um, the the, the basic premise of uh, a Spider-Man Life Story is what if uh, the 50-year history of Spider-Man was actually contiguous, meaning it wasn't – like, in other words, it was actually 50 years of storytelling – so imagine all of his events happening over 50 years, and he's aging 50 years. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. I think that would, yeah, that would be actually really very interesting. All right. Cool. Interesting. All right. So shout-outs. Um, what shout-outs do we have, gentlemen? Um, you know, I've shouted out to a lot of people. Have they shouted me out? I don't know. They don't have shows either, bro. Well, that's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how about we give them a shout-out, and they give us a shout-back? Oh, look at that. I'm going to start it up. No? No? No. Is this no. thing on? Is this thing on? You should be saying that for like, since like minute five of the show. <laughs> um, so, so, so no shout outs for you, Ralph? Uh, I would like to shout out to those people who listen and like it and share us. Whoever you one person may be, this is for you. Yeah, no, no, no. There's, and I'm going to shout out to the people that listen and don't like us. And I would say... <laughs> I don't know why you keep listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me give some shout outs as well. First off, let me give the shout out to Ruben. Ruben, I think, has started listening again. Um, hey, Ruben. Yeah, but you know what? We'll see because, you know, <laughs> Ruben's like, oh, I, I, I didn't get a chance to listen this week. You know, if things been busy at the gym. Oh, so let's see if Ruben <laughs> listens, you know, for this current episode. And if he gives me that invitation back, that means my job has been done. <laughs> why do you, all your imitations sound like Kev? No, no, no. Kevin and Ruben have very similar like like sounds. Mm-hmm. Well, but Kev, but Kev's like the thin, and Sylvester Stallone. Ruben, <laughs> Ruben's just Ruben's just like a little more, you know, has a little speed in his cadence, you know. That's, ah. that's what it is. Yes, so you're yes, saying that's different. So so Big Kev sounds like Sylvester Stallone's thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish this was a visual podcast. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'm not even looking at my screen. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Other shout outs. God. Um, Lula Lucas again. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for uh, keeping up with us. And hopefully, we're gonna get you and your and your writer of your comic book on the show soon. Very soon. Um, Rob, what was the name of the gentleman that? Um, or, or are we keeping that a secret until he confirms? Or? Yes. 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 Let's okay, hold so that let's, out. Let's, let's just tease it. There might be something interesting coming. Just a tip. Got it. Just a tip. Just Got a tip. It. Anyway. but <laughs> You could so, say it was George Lucas. It would be wrong, but you could say that. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully he interviews better than he writes. That's all I'll say. Well, I guess we're not having George Lucas on our show. Next. <laughs> oh, you're right. But anyway. I'm Lula, still holding out for Ava, uh, Ava Mendes. Stop. <laughs> oh, she, she actually reached out to me. She said, Mike, not going to happen. Did she have a mouthful of food at the time? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I think there was. I, I, I can't with you, bro. I can't. I can't. <laughs> anyway, I was saying, Lula, to speak to you soon. Hopefully, we'll get you on the show, the show very soon. And South Carolina. Okay. First off, South Carolina. Thanks for the love. She recently came up to New York for a couple of weeks, hung out, got to, you know, got to hang on my daughter. You know, uh, really, really cool. But she said one thing, and I was like, really? Because she was talking about, you know, you guys need to hurry up and do your podcast because there's nothing to listen to on the way to work or or while working out, which is a fantastic compliment. 
But then she said something that I was like, what? Now, she said that she argues with us on the podcast. When we're doing our podcast, we'll say things and she's talking with us while driving. Like, she's arguing with our points. Okay, I get that. And she says, I don't know, guys. When you guys talk about DC, you really go in and not for nothing. I don't care what it is with DC. DC can do no wrong. I was like, pardon me? <laughs> she was like, yeah, DC, I don't care what it is. Doom Patrol, I mean, Doom Patrol, um, um, Suicide Squad or Justice League. DC can't do any wrong. So now I'm going to look to get is this her girl car psych- sponsored by DC. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just going to get her a psyche eval. I mean, it's out of love. It's totally out of love because, you know, sometimes people don't know when they're sick and that's okay. <laughs> but DC, no, much, DC huh? can do no wrong. Ask DC about the, the part of Krypton. Uh, there's a map of Krypton before Blue, obviously, uh, that, that housed all the intelligent black people. That's not a lie. It's from like 1970 something. <laughs> I think she's referring more to the films. I'm not sure if she's mm. she's catching. That's up even worse. <laughs> yeah. Well. Wait, DC can't do no wrong. How about their color schemes? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Try to find that black guy in the original Superman comics. It's like Where's Waldo. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's, didn't, didn't Funny or Die do a, uh, the, the, the cartoon skit of Superman trying to save everybody but they said um, like there was a, a disturbance in Harlem and he would want somebody else to go do it yeah. <laughs> I, think there, I know there's one where like he's, he's asked Clark Kent so he's sitting there in his suit and tie and stuff like that and they're like and, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing they're like an orphanage is on fire and he gets up and he starts to pull open his shirt in Harlem and he just buttons his shirt back up and sits back down <laughs> <laughs> I want to say he's a funny he's cracked cracked that's what did it cracked yeah. that's actually a funny little bit but yeah so definitely shout out to you South Carolina love you girl um, hope to hear from you soon and um, read some Marvel oh she says she hates Marvel wow <laughs> I was like, hey, really? Tech, is there any way to have like the podcast not be broadcast to one specific car radio? No. <laughs> yes, 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 I can. Say the word no. and it shall be done. No, no, no. We don't. We don't x them out. We just draw them in and then we brainwash them. That's how we do it. Ah, uh, that's true. Wait, very is that how you guys got me to do this? Very Republican party of you. Wow. <laughs> Actually, that's not true because they do x them out. Ooh, okay. Hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm gonna end the show before we get into any more trouble. So far, well, they and won't then... do they won't do two X's because that'd be Dos Equis and that's Mexican. <laughs> Yo, Mike, Mike is like setting himself up to knocking him down. What the hell's going on? He's just trying to say, let's make let's fill the hour quota. So let me do as many jokes to myself as possible. I'm so gonna... for MFG, this is. <laughs> you can't even do it, Ralph. Come on, do it. So, for MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, this is Ralph the Tech, and um, I am the cat, so keep it geeky, and good night. How's that? No, 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 no. no. Okay, let's let's start, let's start. Okay, so for MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, and RT Square, Ralph the Tech, Tack. (laughs) Yes, I'm contagious. Keep it geeky, and I need some sleep. (laughs) 